Hi, I'm Haley. I've been a nutritionist for over 10 years and I saw firsthand how the diet industry works, but mostly doesn't work to help you lose weight. Then I found myself 20 pounds overweight and realized the weight loss struggle has nothing to do with what you eat, but why you eat. So I went on a mission to explore the brain and its role in weight loss. And now I help my clients lose 30 pounds in 90 days by wiring their brain to weight less. On this show, you are going to learn how to wire your brain to lose weight so that you never have to diet, restrict, deprive, or willpower again. to the podcast. This is Haley. (laughs) It's good to be here with you today. So you are listening to Weight Loss Without Dieting. My name's Haley Sohn. I'm a nutritionist and brain training weight loss coach. And today's episode is going to be a good one. They're all good, (laughs) but I really love this one. This one was super fun to put together. So This started out as 10 things that are preventing you from losing 10 pounds in the next 30 days, and it became 11 things that are preventing you from losing 10 pounds in the next 30 days, because these are like the top 11 things, like there actually are 11 things that are preventing you from losing weight. These are the things that I see come up over and over and over again. They're all really simple fixes too, but we are all getting hung up on them. We're all getting stuck on these. So I'm going to take you through what they are. I'm going to take you through how you can adjust so that you can start losing weight. And I'm just going to throw out there, I say 10 pounds in 30 days. Sometimes when I say that people are like, I don't really know that that's definitely possible. That sounds really quick. Can I actually lose 10 pounds in 30 days? I use this as an example over and over and over again, because my clients do it over and over and over again. They actually do it in half the time too. 10 pounds in like 15 days. I see it all the time. One of my clients, she just started with me and her goal was to lose 10 pounds. Her, her weight loss goal was 10 pounds. And she did it in two weeks. The first two weeks that she started with me, she hit her goal. And so after that, after she hit that, then all we had to do was focus on making that a real change in her brain, getting her brain to this place where she now is this person who always weighs that forever and ever and doesn't struggle with her weight. And she gets to move on with her life. That is the goal for all of my clients. I want everyone to quit working with me and be done permanently, just like lose the weight and move on with their lives. One of my clients, Kathy, she's like, I lost the weight. I lost 50 pounds and I no longer, I'm a person who struggles with my weight. I'm looking for the next challenge in my life. And I want 
everyone who comes and works with me to say that. I'm looking for the next challenge in my life because weight is no longer on that list. That is amazing. That's what I want. Okay. So that's, that's just my little soapbox for today. I I feel like every episode I have a soapbox. (laughs) That was it for today. Hopefully that's, well, there's probably going to be 11 more soapboxes. Let's be honest, (laughs) since we're doing 11 things that are preventing you from losing weight, but we're going to get started. Okay. So the first thing that is preventing you from, from losing weight, from getting started is not checking in with yourself daily. So I see this a lot where, um, we think that just like moving forward right now immediately is the best way, the fastest way to lose weight. And really what we need to do is slow down and check in with where we are in our mindset. Your thoughts around food, your thoughts around what you're eating today, your thoughts around what you ate yesterday. A lot of times we are waking up hung up on what we ate yesterday, what we ate last night. We're beating ourselves up. We're in this guilt, shame, and regret cycle. And that is going to keep you stuck. It's going to keep you stuck overeating today. It's going to keep you stuck overeating for the next couple of years. Like we get stuck in that cycle of beating ourselves up for years. I see it all the time. So we need to check in. Where is my mindset today? I need to clear the docket. Like I need to put all of that behind me and start with a clean mindset for today. This is where I was. This is where I am. I want to start here. I want to start. This is a new day. I have all the opportunities I need to eat clean today. I know exactly how I'm going to handle this day and what everything's going to look like for me. I'm in control. I'm making good choices. Like we got to, we got to kick it into a new (laughs) clean. I don't know where I was going with that sentence, (laughs) but there was a lot of, (laughs) a lot going on there, but we just, we got to clear everything out. We got to start fresh and really check in with that mindset is first and foremost. My clients do this every single day. You need to start doing this every single day. Where am I? Where's my mindset right now? I need to clear that out and so that I can move forward and make good choices today because your mindset is, is holding you back. It is keeping you stuck. It is why you're stuck. It is why diets aren't working for you. It is why you don't weigh what you want to weigh. It's time to figure out where you are so that you can make a better choice and move forward. Okay. Five minutes is all you need and a piece of paper and a pen. So you're going to write down what are, where's my mindset today and where does it need to be so that I can move on and make some good, healthy choices that feel good for me and have some awareness around the times today when my brain's going to talk to me about overeating. That's first and foremost. Okay. Number two, telling yourself that the day or the week is already blown because you had one unplanned thing. That unplanned thing was a blip. It was a small blip, 
likely it wasn't so many calories or so much food that you're going to gain 10 pounds. I guarantee it. It was a very small thing. You are making it a big thing in your mind. And because you're doing that, you're moving it. You're making like when you make it bigger in your mind, it's actually becoming bigger in real life. So you didn't plan to have a bag of potato chips, but you did. And now you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. It's blown. And now when you tell yourself that, you walk yourself right into the situation where it actually is blown because you're going to overdo it at the next meal. And then you're going to say, well, today's over. The week might as well be over. You know, it's already Thursday. So I might as well just walk right into the weekend and just continue to overdo it. And I don't have to recheck in until Monday. So telling yourself that that one thing like blew it all for you is really putting you in a, in a position where, where you're going to be overdoing it for a while. You need to let that go. The quickest way to recover from eating something that you didn't want to eat is to allow your body to reset. The knee-jerk reaction is to bury our guilt with more food. And that is a vicious cycle that we get stuck in. So don't get stuck in it. It is not already blown. So like I said, the quickest way to recover is just to allow your body to reset. Slow down. You don't need to hide in in more food, hide that that guilt that you're feeling in more food. You just got to face it head on and let your body reset so that you can move forward. Okay, number three, not planning ahead. Let me ask you a question. If you don't plan to go to the gym today, what are the odds that you're going to find yourself at the gym? Probably zero. I don't know if that's an odd. I I shouldn't pose the question that way because I don't really know how odds work. What is the the percentage chance that you're going to find yourself at the gym if you don't plan to go to the gym? Zero percent chance. That is always the answer that I get. Everyone's like, yeah, if I don't plan to go, I'm not going. So if you don't plan to eat healthy today, what are the, what are, what are the percentages that you're going to eat healthy, that you're going to like kind of follow through if that's just something that's in the back of your mind floating around, well, maybe I'll eat healthy. I'd like to eat healthy. I do kind of want to lose weight, but you know, me and the coworkers, we're all going out to lunch and then I'm going out to dinner. And so, you know, letting, making eating healthy, just this kind of like background thing that you're not really focusing on. It's just kind of in the back of your mind is going to keep it in the back of your mind. It's never going to be a priority unless you sit down and you make some plans. We have to be planning. We have to use the executive function of our brain, the human part of our brain to make plans if we want to be able to follow through on those, if we want to be able to hit our goals. 
we can't just willy nilly have this idea that, you know, someday we're going to lose weight and eat healthy. And we're never really planning to do that. It's never just going to happen. We have to plan for it. We have to make those decisions. So I use that gym analogy because we can really see that very clearly. That if I don't plan, if I don't pack a gym bag and I don't say I'm going to be there at five o'clock right after work, I'm not going. If we think about that with food, like we can very clearly see, yeah, if I don't make a plan for this, it's probably not going to happen. I'm probably not going to eat the way that I want to eat. So we got to be planning. You've got to use that, that part of your brain to plan. Okay. Otherwise what happens is that primitive part of your brain that really is just pain and pleasure based. It's on survival mode. It's trying to keep you out of pain, AKA emotional pain and keep you in pleasure food. That's going to be running your life. It's going to be making your food decisions. You got to start making some plans. It's so helpful. All of my clients, they have a structure for this, but they sit down every morning or the night before and they think about what is my day going to look like? What are the foods? How, what am I going to be choosing? How do I want to feel before I eat? How do I want to feel when I stand up from that meal physically in my body? And what are the foods that are going to fit into that? And they make some plans and they use that executive part of their brain. And it is so helpful. This is the first thing that my clients learn to do inside my program. And a lot of my clients lose five pounds their first week. And it's because of this. Okay. And you can do it. You can do it too. Okay. All right. Number four, not weighing in every day. Oh my gosh. This one is, I I just think it's so fun to talk about the scale and the amount of drama that we have over the scale is it's simply, it's like a calculator. It is simply showing us a reflection of what's happening in our body, muscle, tissue, water, fat, salt, all of those things. It, but it, we are the ones who create the drama. The scale has no drama. It is a, it is a number on a screen. So when you hate the scale, when you tell me that you refuse to use it, whatever the things are that, that people tell me, you're the drama. <laughs> it's all you. So clean up your mind around it and get on the scale because knowing where you are is the best way to figure out how you're going to get to where you're going to go. If, if like, okay, so this is an example. I can't remember when I used this last, if it was on another podcast or if I was doing like a video for my clients or coaching, I'm not sure. But, um, I said, you know, if if you ask somebody to draw you a map to St. Louis, the first thing they're going to say is where are you starting? And if you don't know, they are not going to be able to draw you a map to this destination that you've given because they don't know where you're starting out. You have to know where you're starting. You gotta get on the scale. You gotta know where you're starting. You gotta clean up your mind around it and get going. And the scale is literally just going to tell you what's working and what isn't working with your diet and your mindset, your mindset first. 
every time my clients are like, okay, so here's my diet and this is what the scale is saying. I'm like, let's take it up because the diet, what you're, what's going into your mouth, is it actually preceded by what's going on in your brain, where your mindset is. So let's figure out where your mindset is because that's going to tell us where the scale is going to go. You have to know these things. It's so, so helpful. So every time you step on the scale, it's really just giving you data points on what's working in your mindset and how you're going to move forward. Is that, is that mindset that you're using right now working? Because you can see that the scale is going down or maybe the scale is going up. So that's probably not a path that we want to keep going down, but we do want to have awareness that that's what you've done in the past and it didn't work. And here's what we want to, we want to go over here and practice this instead. It's all about practice. It's what I talk about all the time. We're just figuring out what we don't want to practice and figuring out what we do want to practice. All right. And the scale is a huge tool that can help us see that very clearly. Okay. Number five, not listening to your body's signals. Your body has all the wisdom to help you weigh exactly what you want to weigh, but you are tuned out. We are, most of us are tuned, completely tuned out. We have no idea what our body is telling us. And that's for so many reasons. Societal, um, we get into this mode, like at, at a certain age that we start believing that somebody else knows better what we should be eating than us. And that we need someone else to tell us what to eat in order to weigh what we want to eat, weigh what we want to weigh. And as soon as we do that, we check out. We have no idea what our body is telling us anymore. And we're like, turn off our ability to listen to those signals. We start just taking in information and trying to lose weight with this information, which is why diets don't work, which is why we are in the weight place, weight conundrum, (laughs) the um, place that this nation is with its weight. This is why, because we're not, we don't know how to listen to ourselves anymore. So all of my clients, this is how I'm able to help people lose weight without dieting is because I teach you how to start listening to your body again. When you can listen to your body, you don't need a diet. You don't need me to tell you what to eat. All you need to do is listen to what your body's telling you about how much you should eat and what foods you should eat, because it is telling you that. You just forgot how to listen. So start listening. Start listening. Like literally, just slow down. Get Put your brain into your body. Start finding your stomach. Where is my stomach and my body? What sensations can I feel there? What sensations do I feel there, you know, an hour after I've eaten, two hours after I've eaten, three hours after I've eaten? What sensations do I feel there as I eat? As I eat this food versus that food, that's how you get started. Again, this is like 
the first thing that my clients learn how to do when they come to work with me and they lose five pounds in their first week. It is so common because once you reestablish your ability to listen to your body, the weight starts to fall off. You're like, oh my gosh, it's been talking to me this whole time. I have so much information. I don't need to listen to somebody else tell me what to eat. I know. Here's all, all, of the, all of the wisdom and the information that I could possibly need in order to make food decisions to benefit my weight. And the weight just starts falling off. And it feels like you're not really doing anything, which is amazing. That's how weight loss should feel. It should feel like normal and natural and like easy. And like you're just like doing what your body is telling you to do. It's amazing. Okay. So that's number five. Number six, telling yourself that you won't overeat tonight, even though you have been overeating for the last couple of years or the last couple of months, whatever it is, probably years. But this, I hear, see this all the time. It's like, well, you know, it won't happen tonight. You know, I overate last night, overate the last, the night before that. And I've been doing this for 10 years, but tonight's going to be different. Won't happen tonight. It's going to be really easy. It's not. It is not. It doesn't matter how much you tell yourself that. If your brain knows that every night at this time, the kids are in bed and you're on the couch with a bowl of whatever, it's not going to let you forget it. This is like your dog. At 6 p.m., you always feed it at 6 p.m. At 6 p.m., it is by the bowl. It is drooling. It is. It knows that the food is coming. Your brain is doing the same thing. And just because you don't want it to tell you to eat tonight doesn't mean that it's going to listen. <laughs> because there is literally a part of your brain that is like that dog. It doesn't have the executive function that you do, that you, the, the cognitive part of your brain does. All it knows is like, we are scheduled to get a dopamine hit at this time. It always happens. And so all I know is that it's, you know, I'm expecting that. And if I don't get it, I'm not going to let you forget that you forgot. (laughs) I'm going to be that dog by that bull whining and barking and doing whatever it needs to get your attention to let you know that you forgot. Your brain's doing the same thing. It's going to do it again today because it's well-practiced. That's what it knows. And so telling yourself that it's not going to happen tonight does not benefit you. What you really need to do is be prepared for when it does start talking to you tonight. So start thinking about what does my brain tell me at this? When is the time that this is going to happen? Like it, Based on yesterday, when is my brain going to start talking to me about food and what will it start saying? And if you just ask yourself, what will it start saying to me? You're going to get answers. You already know what, what your brain starts telling you. You're just not in it. You're not consciously aware of it. It's just playing it out in the background. But when you ask yourself that question, you'll get answers. You will be able to say, oh yeah, this is exactly what my brain tells me. That literally just had the... Ha- I had this happen on a coaching call this morning with one of my clients. She was like, you know, every night I want to overeat. And I was like, what, what's happening at night? And she was like, I have no idea. 
I have no idea. And I said, if you just gave me your best guess. She was like, oh, well, then it's, it's saying, you know, this is my time of day. I finally get to relax. I deserve some snacks. This is my me time. I need the snacks in order to have the me time. She told me, like, everything. I was like, that's, yeah, there it is. Not, there's not some, like, deeper work that you have to do to figure this out. Like, if you ask yourself and you say you don't know, just say, okay, what's my best guess? That, that's your answer. That's exactly what your brain's saying during those times. And with that information, once you write it down, it's like, oh, now I can hear it. Now it's on paper. I've seen it. And now I'll be able to start hearing it tonight when this happens. I know that it's going to be at this time. <laughs> I know that it's, you know, these are going to be the cues that are going on. I'll be able to start hearing it. Say this to me. And these are the emotions that all of those thoughts are going to call up within me. And I'm going to be 100% prepared. I know that this is coming. I'm not going to be blindsided by it. I'm not going to be mad at myself that it's happening again. I'm going into this with the, with the awareness that this is just a part of my brain that is very practiced at these things. I'm not doing this on purpose. I'm not doing it to myself to make my life harder. There's no point in being mad at myself or beating myself up for the fact that this is happening. This is a well-practiced part of my brain. It's the dog with the taunt with the 6 PM feed time, just reminding me that I, that I missed it or that it's time to eat. That's all it is. So my best thing that I can do is go in with awareness and know that, that it's coming and know what will be happening, you know, around that time. Okay. Number seven, planning to be perfect. I talk a lot about planning um, on here with my clients. And I think the biggest mistake when it comes to planning is that we think that when we start planning, that means we're only planning like perfection. It's going to be, you know, the cleanest foods and the healthiest meals ever. And I'm never going to overeat. I'm never going to want to have dessert. And I'll never have to have pasta again. And that's not real. <sighs> part, of, part of what I do and part of what I teach is you don't need to have diets or restriction in your life to lose weight, to weigh what you want. You are living in a society that where you have access to all of these amazing, incredible, like engineered foods all the time, you need to be able to make choices there and choose when you're going to have those and sit down and slow down and choose to enjoy them so that you can move on with your life and move on with your day. So you're going to when you're planning, you're not planning to only have healthy food all the time. You're plan also planning to enjoy the foods that you enjoy. Don't help you weigh what you want to weigh. So whatever those are for you. And once you start thinking about it like that, you'll find that there aren't actually that many foods that you enjoy that are indulgences. A lot of them, a lot of the indulgences that you've been eating, you've just been eating out of this kind of part of your brain that wants dopamine 
and doesn't want to be told no. And so you're just going after anything that, you know, any sort of like sugar high, if you will, any sort of super fattening food that gives you that rush of dopamine. You're, that's what you're going after. And it doesn't mean at all that you actually like that food. So once you start saying, okay, I'm going to plan today to have an indulgence. What would I like to have? What will that be? All of a sudden it's like that list of indulgences shrinks down. You don't probably like that many of them that you've been eating. So you get to pick now. These are the things that I love. Like I love cookies. I know that they're not going to help me weigh what I want to weigh, which is why I'm planning to have them on these select times. And I'll be having a 10th of the portion that I normally do because I'm actually going to sit down and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to eat it and I'm going to make it. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to be like, yes, this is amazing. And now I'm done. I get to walk away. So you're planning to have your indulgences. This is a, this is a total roundabout. It flips everything on its head and it actually makes those indulgences, indulgences enjoyable and it makes them your choice and not something that you're like eating behind your back. It's pretty amazing. Okay. Number eight blaming your husband or your kids. This is a hundred percent preventing you from losing weight. We don't often see this when we're doing it, but hopefully now that I'm talking to you about it, you'll be able to see it. When people come to me and they say like, this is my weight is my husband's fault. I'm like, is he holding a gun to your head and putting food into your mouth? Otherwise, It's not his fault and it's not your kid's fault. You are making these decisions. And the sooner you take ownership of that, the sooner you can start making new decisions and move on with your life. It's never your husband's fault. It's not the fact that he has a better metabolism than you that is making you weigh more. It's not the fact that he doesn't care about what he eats and that he brings all the cookies and all the snacks into the house. He doesn't ever have to stop that or edit his actions for you to lose weight. You need to understand what's going on in your brain when those foods are around. You need to be able to connect to your body and be able to listen to your body and actually feel how those foods, when you eat them, make you feel physically. You need to be able to plan ahead and say, this is what I'm having today. Later on, I am having an indulgence that I want to have, that I know that I'm going to have. But right now, it's not that. Just because he's eating chips doesn't mean I have to. That's not what I want. What I want is to lose this weight, fit back into those pants in the back of my closet, get my confidence back. So you got to get your mindset right. This is on you. It's not on him. It's not on your kids because all they want to eat is mac and cheese. Just because they want to eat mac and cheese doesn't mean you have to eat mac and cheese. Or you can totally eat the mac and cheese. Just know 
how much you're eating. Be connected to your body. Know when you hit that point where you're overeating and it's no longer serving you to lose weight. There is actually a point there. So this is something I talk about. Um, You can put anything on your plate, literally anything on your plate and lose weight. I wouldn't recommend it, but you could have like cookies and ice cream as your diet and lose weight. If you can listen to your body and pick up on the cues when it's telling you I'm ready for fuel and I'm done fueling. If you can do that, you can actually eat a ton of crap. You'll realize that you don't want to because it feels so terrible in your body. If you're actually connected to your body and you're actually able to listen, you, you won't want to do it. But technically when you can listen, your body will tell you like, we need fuel. We need to stop fueling. So you could eat mac and cheese and still lose weight. And a lot of my clients do. One of my clients just got back from vacation. She was actually really nervous about it. She's like, it's going to be a ton of really indulgent foods. So I need to have food prepared for me before I go. And I said, what if you just listened to your body? What if it didn't matter what was on your plate and you just listened to your body and you let that lead you? And she said, I came back and the scale was down. I lost weight on this trip with super indulgent foods because I just listened to my body. Yep. Totally possible. Totally possible. Okay. That was a, that was a soapbox, <laughs> but you can't blame your husband or your kids. You can put, you can, you just have to edit your mindset, figure out what's going on for you so that you can move on with your life. Okay. Oh, and I will say along those lines, a lot of my clients, partners, husbands, wives will say, I like, I didn't even know that you were doing anything to lose weight because you're, this is the first time that we've, you know, been together that you've been losing weight and you haven't tried to force me to change. Because when we're dieting, when we're restricting, we usually try to get our husband, our kids to do it with us to, we have to tell them like, you can't bring these foods into the house anymore. I won't be, you know, joining you in the drive-through meals. Like I can't eat that. So you can't eat it either or don't bring it up. Like we try to make them fit into our box or we tell, we have like give them this big warning. Like I'm going to be on this diet. And so, you know, don't talk to me about it. Don't do this thing. And this is what I'm going to be doing. And you have to do it with me any combo of all those things I just said. And all of a sudden, we don't have to do that anymore. Nobody has to change what they're doing for us to lose weight. One of my clients, she had her husband like take her measurements, like she was um, measuring. And I I think she was doing it for a special event. So he wasn't like regularly measuring her or anything. Um, She was trying to order a dress. And so he was helping her do the measurements and he was like, wow, you've lost a lot of weight. I didn't even know you were doing anything. And this was after like a couple of months. He's like, I hadn't, you're, you know, you're down like a lot of weight. 
and a lot of inches. This is, this is cool. I, I didn't realize that you were dieting. He probably called it dieting, but she was like, yeah, I'm not dieting, but I am losing weight. <laughs> You're right. I'm, I'm not dieting, but the, the scale is going down. I'm focusing on my brain. And another one of my clients said that too. She's like, her partner was like, what are you even doing? And she's like, I'm just focusing on my brain. She's like, because I can't tell that you're doing anything. <laughs> you know, like you're not outwardly cutting out foods. You're not on this crazy diet. You're not saying that we can't go out to eat anymore. Like nothing has really changed, but the scale is going down. Like you're losing tons of weight. And that's how it should be. That's how it can be. Okay. Anyways, on to number nine, blaming your age, your hormones, your metabolism. Any one of those for sure can play a role in weight loss or your weight. But what happens is we give our power over to this thing that we don't have control over. And then it really does prevent us from losing weight because it it becomes a mindset. So what I know is that I work with a lot of people who are like around that 50 year age mark. And I work with a lot of people who have a hormonal issue going on and they still lose the weight. My client who lost the 10 pounds in two weeks, who hit her goal weight in two weeks has a thyroid condition. She was like, I don't know if I can lose weight. Yeah. That thought right there will prevent you from losing weight. The thought of, you know, it doesn't matter what I do because my hormones are out of my control prevents you from losing weight. Because when you think that thought, when you think my metabolism is preventing me from losing weight, my hormones are preventing me from losing weight. My age is the reason that I can't weigh what I want to weigh. You are also saying, well, screw it. I might as well eat the entire box of cookies. Well, it doesn't matter what I do. So I may as well order the cheeseburger and French fries. Well, it's my age. So I might as well have the entire box of pasta instead of a serving. Like that's where we go. So that's why mindset is so important. You need to check in with that. You can't give your power over to something that's out of your control. Your mindset is in your control. So let's figure out what's going on there and give you your power back. Stop giving your power away to these things that you can't control. You have so much more control than you're giving yourself credit for. Okay, number 10. Telling yourself you failed before, so this definitely won't work. Diets fail because they miss the true reason why you don't weigh what you weigh, want to weigh, why why you don't weigh what you want to weigh. Not because you didn't have enough willpower, not because this just wasn't, you know, the right list of foods for you. So telling yourself that this won't work either isn't helpful. By the way, if you tell yourself that, it won't work. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. You got to clear that up. Because this mindset stuff is completely different. But whatever you're doing, if you're telling yourself that it's not going to work, it's not going to work because that's your mindset. Oh, this won't work. So I might as well just 
eat all the things anyways. That's what, what happens. That's exactly what happens. So you got you to gotta decide what your mindset is. You got to be able to check in with that over and over again and keep moving forward on the path of like, this is working. I know that this is working. I know how to do this. All those types of things. Okay. Number 11, not looking at each success and failure in your journey as a learning experience, as things that you're practicing. That is so huge. Success shows you what you want to practice more of. So if you have a success, the scale goes down. Okay, that's what we want to practice. Failure shows you what to watch out for, what you want to have awareness around, what you don't want to continue to do, what you want to stop practicing. If you're learning a new sport, the fastest way to get good at that sport is to know what you don't want to do and then practice the thing that you do want to do a lot. And we do the same thing with weight loss. This is like the basis of my program. We just want to figure out what we want to practice and what we don't want to practice. And the more we practice, the more our brain learns that, it puts it into autopilot and that just becomes who we are and we get to move on with our lives. That is what practicing does. It teaches us new things. Dieting doesn't give you any type of constructive practice like that. And it also doesn't give you any type of constructive um, feedback on success and failure. Usually success is like, hooray, let's go eat everything to reward ourselves for the scale going down. And failure is like, there's something wrong with me or this diet isn't for me. I can't do this. I'm moving on. Instead of like, no, I know exactly what happened. There was a mindset going on there. I can see your result is the scale. But before that, you were thinking this. And that's not going to work. So we want to have awareness around that. And here's what is going to work. Let's go over here. Let's practice this over and over and over again. Let's keep practicing it. And just like if you're learning a sport, what you're practicing and getting good at, then you move the needle, you push it forward, you push it along. You practice this one thing, that's great. Now you have the basic of that shot down. But what's gonna make you really good is if we tweak it a little bit. We're gonna change your footwork footwork just a little bit. And that's gonna make you better. And then once you master that, we're gonna move on to the next skill. And that's what we do with weight loss and with mindset. Like we take where you are in your mindset now, we decide where you want to be ultimately, and then we back it up. What's the next best step for your mindset? And we're going to practice that. And once you're really good at it, we're going to find the next best step. We're going to practice that. It's like the same thing. This is how we learn. This is how we um, put, get our brain to start doing things automatically. And we never do that with diets. We never do that. It's just like you failed, you quit, you get stuck at your weight forever. You're never able to lose it. And you're just miserable. 
Let's not do that anymore. Okay. So every success and failure in your journey is a learning experience. It's an opportunity to learn. It doesn't mean it's the end or the, you know, your, your end, I guess is a great way to say it. Like for success, it's your end. Like I'm done. And for a failure, it's your end. Like I'm also done. I failed. They're just learning experiences on both sides. Okay. All right. So those are the 11 things that are preventing you from losing 10 pounds in the next 30 days. I hope that this was really helpful for you and gave you a lot of places to get started, to, to move forward. And um, yeah, I would love to hear from you. Write me a review, find me on Instagram and send me a message. A lot of you have been doing that lately and I absolutely love hearing from you. So you're always free to do that. My Instagram is my name, Haley Sohn. Actually, it's Haley underscore Sohn. So it's H-A-Y-L-E-Y underscore Sohn, S as in Sam, O-H-N. Go follow me. All right. I'll see y'all on the next episode. Bye. If you love this episode, come work with me. You can check out my program, the Brain Training Weight Loss Program at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash Haley Sohn, my full name, H-A-Y-L-E-Y, S-O-H-N. And I will see you inside.